Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Boy, the weekend is here and what a week it was. Hope uh, everyone is doing well. Uh, we get back to the field tomorrow with two games in the NFL and uh, playoffs up uh, for grabs, a couple of spots, so we can talk about that. I'll give you my picks real quick. Uh, my four picks this week are Kansas City, Jacksonville, Buffalo, and Green Bay. So there you have it. Not even messing around. Kansas City, Jacksonville, Buffalo, Green Bay are my four picks uh, this week. How are you? Everything going well? Yes, indeed. We got the Kings tomorrow and the Lakers. Lakers playing tonight at home against the Atlanta Hawks. So Sacramento is catching them on a back-to-back. The rest of the uh, NFL schedule has uh, Tampa at Atlanta, Minnesota at Chicago, Baltimore travels to Cincinnati, Colts home to the Texans, Jets are at Miami, the uh, Panthers are in New Orleans, Cleveland at Pittsburgh, Denver hosts the Chargers, Giants in Philly, Philly with a win would be the number one seed in the NFC, Arizona at San Francisco, Seattle home to the Rams, Dallas is at Washington, Uh, those are your games, and of course, uh, we get to the back end on Monday. You got the, with TCU in Georgia. All right, I want to hear from you. Uh, give me a shout if you want to do your picks, whatever the case may be. Uh, we'll get you right on, uh, and we will do it on this Friday show. Tomorrow, after the game, I'll be right here on Listen App doing a post-game show uh, after the Kings and the Lakers, all right? So that will be on Listen App after the game with the Lakers. All right, NBA, again, you look at the standings, uh, the Kings fifth. They're right in the middle of everything in the NBA, and they have an opportunity. And anything less than four straight wins coming up to me is a bad homestand. You already lost to Atlanta. The Lakers tomorrow needs to be a win. Orlando, they're only 14-25, and and then Houston's 10-29. and those got to be four wins. You play Houston twice with a day off. Plain and simple. You know, anything less than four straight wins on this homestand is a bad homestand. Sacramento was fifth at 20 and 17. They are four and a half games behind the top spot. Denver and only two games from being in the 10th spot. That's how precarious things are in the West. And that's why you have to win these four games. There's just no excuse to lose any of these games. Now, I can't forecast injuries, but assuming there aren't any injuries. All right, you got Portland and Indiana starting at about eight minutes. Uh, The Bulls are in Philly. Toronto hosts the Knicks. You've got 
the Pelicans and the Nets in New Orleans, Milwaukee home to Charlotte, Wizards and Thunder in OKC, Detroit's at San Antonio, hard to believe that Marvin Bagley's hurt again, hand surgery out for at least six weeks. Clippers are in Minnesota. Cavs are in the Nuggets. Phoenix hosts Miami. And as we told you, Atlanta is at the LA Lakers. That is your schedule uh, in the NBA. All right, I want to hear from you. I want to put you right on. Let's get the show rolling on this Friday. And uh, we bring on Al. Al, you'll kick us off here to get the weekend going. How are you, Al? Whew, Nate, I tell you, it's been crazy town this week, with month, starting with the Monday night game. And I got to tell you, you know, you were speaking to, hey, everybody needs to back off of uh, Skip Bayless because, you know, he was just kind of making a thoughtful, kind of thinking things out. And me, having watched the league as long as I have, he, I agree because the first thing I said, what thought was, this game has to somehow be played. That was my thinking. You know, whether they they do one last week on the Super Bowl, we talked about this earlier in the week, uh, or they or they try to do something. I thought, like Bayless, I think just pointed this out. And you said this during the week. You said, "Look, he's got like I think you said he had a hundred million hits on this tweet." And and you know who who just came out yep. and and backed you up with your statement? Our friend Phil Mushnick. He came out. Phil says, "Hey, yeah. get off of a yeah. uh, 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 skip." And he prefaces his points. He's yep. not a Skip Bayless fan, but he says, "Look out! Listen, he was just making a point I'm not either. to the to the situation." And here's another thing with Phil's article. If you haven't, I know you read it. I don't know if you had a chance to read it. Hey, Nate, can you please? I read it. I'd love to it. hear you. The part where he goes off about Matt Barnes and, and oh, my God. I have the article in front of me. If you want, I, I can read it. No, I read it. I'll, I'll read it. I, I actually uh, talked about this. Uh, it was part of my podcast. Today. Oh. And if you listen to my oh. podcast, I read the entire uh, excerpt from Phil Mushnick's column about everything that you're referring to. You know, I apologize. I didn't know you had an extra podcast and I always look for your, your extra podcast and I had no idea. So I really apologize. Well, wow, I, that- I, it's not, a, it's, it's not an extra podcast. I, I normally do two podcasts a week unless I'm traveling every Tuesday and every yeah. Friday. And today's episode is out. And I actually spend uh uh, well, the, the entire the, the podcast okay. is really predicated on Phil's column about everything that you're talking about. Oh, I'll go back and listen to your podcast because he just says you were saying that all week long, you know, in, about Skip Bayless's comments. And you were and then Phil comes out and, oh, boy, Phil Mustick, man. <laughs> oh, you read it. I, I, I won't go into because, you know, but man. That, well, no, that, let's let let no, let, let let's talk about it. I think you bring up a very good point. Not everybody gets a chance to listen to my podcast. So why don't we uh, go over? Let me read it real quickly. Yeah. This is what Phil Mushnick wrote. By Tuesday morning, the demand was out to fire Fox Sports 1 Skip Bayless for a tweet he posted during the Hamlin uh, calamity. Bayless often has been on the wrong side of common sense as he seems eager to make a stir rather than sense. You can now make a great living in sports TV and radio from such a <laughs> transparent plan. But Bayless's opinion Monday night included some practical application of the NFL's ways, means, and thought process. No doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game. But how? 
he wrote on Twitter, this late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. Off with his head, said Mushnick. Among those calling for Bayless's immediate termination for insensitivity, employing expletives to support their sensitive positions were ex-NFLers Des Bryant and Terrell Owens and former NBAer Matt Barnes. All were talented but expendable, transient players because they were insufferable humans. The three spent their careers as repugnant, selfish misanthropes, bringing their sports and professions into disrepute. Of course, all three became immediate candidates to host, co-host, or guest star on TV, radio, and podcast. More unneeded evidence of a world gone nuts. But this week, they were quoted by media, local and national, as sage, thoughtful men, all worthy of their insights, not a word of their previous perpetual personal misconduct. A clearer, improved perspective? Whose? How? For how long? As those with a genuine learned applicant perspective known by now, not a chance. There you have it. Yeah. And so let's let's hire. Yeah, that's let's go hire. Matt oh, my on the Sacramento Kings TV coverage. Yeah, that's just great. Fabulous. Nate, Nate, you have said, you know, it's almost like Phil and you are in tune, man, because you've said that. Look, look at this guy's history and look at look at the or the other guy, Mark Jones. And, and, and you know that Phil's comment there that makes them qualified to be host. I was like on the floor, man. That was gold. That was gold, man. Amazing. He just summed yep. it up and he just summed up everything you've said over the weeks and months about the double standard hypocrisy, you know, and, and choose love, you know, on the helmet when when uh Kayvon Thibodeau and he knew the, he may not have known that that uh, Foles was hurt at first, but when he got to the sideline, he knew. And what does he do? He does the go to sleep with his hands against his helmet, and that's choose love. That's choose love. Stupid. It's it's called classless. Oh my God, Phil! You feel mustic is this gold? And anyway, I just wanted to. I'm sorry, I I, I miss I blew it. I thought, and I usually look check for your podcast, so I'm going to go back and listen. Hey. I can't make my picks. It's just too much. What do you think, by the way? How do you feel? I know the Bengals and their fan, team players and fans. I think, I don't think the players, they never, they would not have finished a game that night. And I talked to my brother, who's your age, and we both felt maybe play it on Tuesday or Wednesday. But I guess we're. No, you can't play it on Tuesday or Wednesday. Not this late in the year. It's impossible. Okay. Can't play a game on a Tuesday or Wednesday with the playoffs beginning the following week. It's not enough time. It's unfair to the players. So, uh, no. Absolutely not. You can't do that. I was thinking of like COVID because I know the Rams played the Vikings no. uh, in the COVID year last year. They played the Vikings on a, I think a Tuesday or, or a Wednesday late in the yeah, year. Yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't do it now. You can't do it. It's just the NFL did the best they could, and I think people that are critical of it need I, to kind of lighten up and understand the magnitude of what happened this week and understand that there's no perfect solution. Absolutely, because it's an unprecedented situation. But I'll just let you go, man. And I'll go back and listen to your – I'm going to frame okay. a Phil column. I'll go back and listen. Keep up the great work, man. You and Phil, I think you guys are on some kind of mental telepathy thing going. But you, you, you guys <laughs> you are great just, weekend. You're in my wheelhouse, both of you. I love it, man. Take care. I appreciate it. Have a great weekend. You too. I mean, Matt, Matt Barnes is an embarrassment. <laughs> There's no other way to say it. He's an embarrassment. It's embarrassing for the Sacramento Kings. Uh, and it's really appalling that anyone would even watch him. Seriously, it's it's a, it's appalling. It really is. It's just appalling. 
All right, let's get to uh, Connor. Connor, welcome to the show. How are you? Doing good, Grant. How are you? I'm good, buddy. Speak up a little bit louder if you can. All right. So I heard Al's energy, baby. Give me some energy, Connor. It's Friday. We made it to the weekend. I need energy, baby. Yeah, I mean, I totally disagree with what Al just said. I mean, to compare what Kayvon Thibodeau did to Matt Barnes and Mark Jones and everything, I mean, Thibodeau, he's on the sideline. He just made one of the biggest plays to close out the game. He's doing that sleep gesture. Just he put the game to sleep. Yeah, but the I, sleep gesture, uh, the the sleep gesture on the sideline to me is uncalled for when it when a player is hurt. I I think that's classless. I I do I disagree with you. I didn't have a problem with these. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of individual celebrations, but I don't believe he knew that there was a player next to him that was hurt in a in a in a noisy environment on his back looking up at the sky. I didn't have a problem with that. I did have a problem when he realized there was an injury on the field and mocking the quarterback on the sideline. I did have a problem with that. But I'm okay if you don't. Yeah, I mean, I can understand that. And then I wanted to get your take with the comments that he made about Jeff Saturday and stuff. Everyone kind of blew it out of proportion. He said he didn't know who he was. I mean, how is he supposed to know who an offensive lineman was when he was like a little kid? Like, I mean, I really don't think that it's that big of a deal. I don't either. I, I would think that most of the his generation at that age, really, if you would ask them and took a poll, who's Jeff Saturday, probably a lot of them would say, I don't know. Now, should have he had known the name of the coach for the Colts? Uh, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But that, that, that part is not that puzzling to me either. I know Jeff Saturday was a great player. I get all of that. But for his age, you're 100% correct. I, I don't have a problem with that either. Yeah, and then a little bit of news with the Yankees the last couple of days. I mean, do you think there's yep. anything to read into with a couple of these front office changes? What do you mean? You know, I, I don't really understand where you're going with this. I think they – it said that they hired, like, some – Brian Sabian? Yeah, him, and then I think somebody else. I mean, yep. I mean, with Cashman still there, I mean, do you think that these changes are a good sign or do you think they're really meaningless? I think it's really not good when you have too many chefs in the kitchen. I've never been a fan of teams going out and hiring extra people. Uh, I'm not a fan of it, quite frankly. And I'm not a fan of Brian Cashman either. So I just think the Yankees are still a mess in the front office. And, you know, Brian Cashman has been there long enough. I think it's time for new blood and a new direction. Could they have been hiring his replacement uh, for the near future? Yes, that is possible. Yeah, and then moving on to the Giants, I mean, is there any word yet whether Dable's going to play his guys or is everyone sitting or what's the update on that? You know, I don't know. I, that's a great question. Uh, from from what I believe, guys that are uh, marginal are not playing. I wouldn't play Daniel Jones. I wouldn't play uh, my – I wouldn't play either tackle. I would not play Barkley. I would not play Leonard Williams. I would not play Dexter Lawrence. Uh, I, there are a lot of guys that I personally would not play. I guess we'll find out. but. That's where I think that's the direction I think they're heading from what if I'm reading between the tea leaves. Yeah, I think I heard you say a couple of days ago that you'd want them to play Dory Jackson and McKinney just to give them a little run before the playoffs. I would, yes. But Dory Jackson said the same. Right, Dory Jackson, by the way, said the same thing. He said he thinks it would be very valuable for him to get on the field this week against Philadelphia uh, if he's able to. I think, you know, he does need a little run, you know, you can't duplicate game speed and game action uh, in practice, especially at this time of the year. So I, I would like to see that 
he's been limited again in practice. And so that would concern me uh, as well. You know, that, that would concern me a little bit. To me, they need a Dory Jackson in the playoffs and they need him big time. And if they don't have a Dory Jackson, that that's, you know, he was so good playing so well. And now his upgrade has been listed as doubtful. So he's doubtful that he's going to play. So, you know, I'm a little concerned by that. You know, he goes from a questionable to limited to doubtful too often during the week. That just to me is a little bit alarming. Yeah, and then one more thing about the NBA that I saw. I mean, what a joke this fan voting is for the All-Star game. I mean, I don't – like, we have guys like Austin Reeves and Derrick Rose making, like, the first returns, but no Kings players. I mean, I just – that process is just stupid. Again, you know what, Connor? What do you expect, Connor? What do you expect? I really mean that. What do you expect? You you allow the fans to have a big say in who's in the All-Star game. If you're going to allow the fans to have a big say – then you can't complain, all right? The fans should have absolutely not one vote, should have no bearing on who's playing in the All-Star game. It should not be up to the fans. And I'm so tired of hearing it's a game for the fans. Name me a game that's played in sports that's not for the fans. Every game that we watch is for the fans. The games that we're going to watch this weekend are for the fans, okay? Everything in sports is for the fans. I'm so tired of, well, gee, the All-Star game, it's a game for the fans. No, it's not. It's a game for the players. It's not a game for the fans. We already know it's a game for the fans, okay? My point is there are contractual deals. There are bonuses. There are all kinds of things. Players should not, excuse me, fans shouldn't have anything to do with who plays in the All-Star game. And if you're going to have it that way, Connor, then you can't complain because it's been like this every year, and it's the same problem year after year after year. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that making the All-Star game is, like, a big thing for a lot of the players. Huge. But, I mean, to see some of them, like, miss out just because the fans, like, I mean, it's obviously a lot of Warriors and Lakers fans that are voting in huge numbers for just random starters and stuff. But, I mean, to have that opportunity taken away from someone that really deserves it is just, it's stupid to me. Well, then change the system then. Don't let the fans vote, Connor. That's what I would do because obviously me voting for Fox and Sabonis every day hasn't done enough. Well, all right, so that's the problem too. Why should you be able to vote every day for the players? See, that's the problem, Connor. You are you are illustrating what the problem is with the all-star voting. You just hit it right on the head. What kind of system is good, Connor, that allows you to vote every single day for a player that you want? I mean, it's absurd. It's stupid. Yeah, I mean, I agree. It should be like they should cut it to a certain amount of players that are, I don't know. I mean, it's got to change, obviously. But, I mean, I think in the end. It's never going to change. The players that make the team are usually the ones that deserve it. So, I mean, the first round of voting stuff doesn't really matter. Well, again, you know, I'm so turned off by the All-Star game itself. And the first of all, it's a horrible game. The it's, It's an awful game. I don't even know why anybody watches it. I really don't. But putting that aside. This is the system that leagues use to have fans involved in the All-Star game because they say, oh, it's a game for the fans. Again, name me a game that's not for the fans, all right? I don't know of any game that's played that's not for the fans. All games are played for the fans. So that's stupid. But if you're going to have a system, then you can't complain about it. That's just the way it is. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. And finally, I'll give my picks for the week. I got the Giants, obviously. The Raiders, the Buccaneers, and the Bills. Sounds good, buddy. You have a great weekend. You too. Take care.
All right, take care, Connor. Bye-bye. All right, let's get to uh, Brian. Brian, welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm good, Grant. How are you? I'm good, buddy. Yeah, it's piggybacking that call just because it's a topic. The All-Star games, you know, all sports are generally a joke now. Uh, I mean, NFL's gone to flags football. I mean, who wants to watch that? I mean, I think that's gone even worse. I mean, I don't know. There's no solution. It just is what it is now. And a certain percentage are going to tune in. And like you, I, I have no interest in any of the All-Star events. Yep. Uh, I, I, it's a great weekend for the NBA and the NBA does a fabulous job. They really do. I got to give the NBA credit. They put on a hell of a weekend, but as far as the actual game and the events, you know, the only event that really I enjoy watching now, I enjoy watching a three point shooting contest because it goes fast and there's not a lot of nonsense. I hate the slam dunk contest. Now it's completely lost me. The game itself is terrible. Uh, I, I do like the three point shooting contest. All of the other skills competition to me is a joke. So that's just yeah. how I feel. About yeah. It. And, then, and let me rephrase. I meant in terms of the game, the weekend, the NBA does, they do a great job. And I'm with you. The three point shooting yeah, with the way the players shoot now, that's a very fun watch. And the, uh, the, the slam dunk contest, you know, it's just so been there, done that. I don't know. I mean, you, you put that down. Yep. I mean, what else can you do? You know, everyone's done the prop thing, you know, every dunk you can kind of think of. And it's just regressed in my opinion now. Amen. Yeah. Anything and then, else, uh, buddy? Yeah. Real quick. Uh, I haven't. I glanced, and and the Chargers coach said they're playing, but I see Denver's a three-point favorite. How, I, how, did you see that yourself, or do you are you up to speed on that? I did not look at the line, and I have not looked at that game that much. I've been so occupied with everything else going on this week. Yeah. I'll check it out, though. Yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah. No, it's just I was just checking. You know, I do a outside of what we do for fun. I do a confidence point pick, and I saw Denver was a three-point favor, and I just found that puzzling because, correct me if I'm wrong, regardless of the spread, San or San Diego, there I go again, Chargers have to win to secure the five spot, correct? Uh, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm looking at all the playoff scenarios right now, but go ahead. I understand your point. You want to know why that spread yeah. is the way it is? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, unless they, you know, the coach announced that he's, you know, uh, not playing any of the guys, you know, I mean, I get that point, but either way, I just was kind of curious, uh, just because that chargers have a meaningful game from what I've gathered. But in regards to the picks, I'm going to roll with, uh, I'm going to go with Raiders and the points this week. I'm also going to go with, uh, your giants covering. Uh, I'm going to go with the Jack, uh, the Jags winning. And then lastly, uh, I think I'm going to roll with the bills. Okay, and by the way, just for clarification, the Chargers do have the tiebreaker over Baltimore, and they are both currently tied at 10-6, and six, and it's fifth for the Chargers, sixth for Baltimore. So, yep, I understand your point. Thanks, buddy. You have a great weekend. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye now. Take care. Good stuff right there. Let's get to Jeff. Jeff, welcome to uh, the show on this Friday. I'm How are you, good, partner? Man. How about yourself? I'm well, thank you. Yeah, it's been kind of a crazy week, huh? It sure has. But, uh, good news is that the kid, uh, Ham is it Ham Hamlin? Is that his? Yeah, Demar Hamlin. Come on now. Yeah, I, I just want to make sure he got to he yeah. got to do the video uh, video conference on. Yep, did a Skype call with uh, yep. with the team today. Wow, that's amazing. That is you know, amazing. Four, four days or whatever it is after the incident. That's great. Good. For 
Good yeah, for, it's pretty good remarkable. I'm really excited for that. So, anyways, uh, so the key, why is the uh, point spread? I was just looking 14 and a half on your Giants and Eagles game. Because the Giants probably because the Giants aren't going to play anybody. That's why. You're right, but the Eagles don't have to play anybody either, do they? Yeah, they do. They have to win to get the number one seed and get a bye. Oh, okay. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Well, anyways, I got I I got my picks. I'm still gonna I'm still gonna take. Uh, that's that's hard to pass up. I'm I'm gonna take the 14 and a half in the Giants. I'm gonna take the Jets over Miami, Minnesota over Chicago, Jacksonville over Tennessee. Wow, you're taking Minnesota over Chicago. All right, I got you down. We got you down for that. Right. Well, what the uh, Chicago's quarterback's not playing. Yeah, no, I, I'm aware of that. Justin Fields is not playing. I'm aware of that. But all right, we got you down, my friend. Anything else? All right. No, thank you. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Jeff. You have a great weekend too, buddy. Take care. All right. This show is sponsored by Better Help. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash grant. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. All right, if you want to get in on the program, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and we'll do it. You know, again, back to the All-Star game. I don't want to hear anybody complaining that Sabonis and Fox is not on the, the uh, fans voting. They're never going to be on the fan voting, okay? It's just the way it is. Just the way it is. If you don't like the system, complain to the league, okay? It's a stupid-ass system anyway. It's ridiculous. Fans should have no say at all in who's in the All-Star game, okay? They should not. They're not qualified to make the proper decisions. They're just not. You cannot allow fans to have that big of a say in who plays in the All-Star game, okay? You think that if you take the vote away from the fans, they're not going to watch the game? Like it's going to diminish the interest in the game? Stupid. You know, enough with the fans, okay? The fans do not deserve an opportunity to vote for who's in the All-Star game. They just shouldn't. So it's stupid. So 
you know, whenever anyone like Connor brings up this to me, I say, really? You know, and again, no disrespect, but Connor's voting every single day. That's the problem right there. You know, the, the, the fact that you can vote over and over and over and over again, it's stupidity. It's just the whole thing is stupid. You know, how, how many people are just taking players on their favorite teams, all right, without even looking at any other players on any other teams and voting for them? It's stupid. It's, it's absurd. All right, let's get to Dorian. Hello, Dorian. How are you? Hey, Grant. Thanks so much for taking my call. I appreciate you. Uh, Thank you, Dorian. As far as the All-Star game, Grant goes, you know when fans uh, were were started or, or when the league allowed fans to like to make their vote? Long time ago. A long time I ago? I don't know what year, but a long time ago. Yeah, for sure. I, I just see it more as like a, a – um, I mean, I don't think it's right either, but more of, of a business and more of like more fan engagement, more marketing. Um, it's unfortunate that it is the way it is. Um, I remember growing up, I used to love – watching you know the all-star game in basketball the three-point contest when Peja won that was really cool it just seems like it's just kind of dying off every year just because people aren't watching as much tv anymore but you know i think people are just so tired of the commercialism of everything and you know uh, again i've been all-star weekend again the nba does an incredible job they really do they do a great job with all-star weekend but you know as far as the fans voting and you know they say well it's a game for the fans that's stupid every game is for the fans yeah, I totally understand. And Grant, I didn't get a chance to ask you this yesterday, but you know, when we were talking about the referees, um, do you know the process for like how often there are new referees coming into the league and and et cetera, like stuff like that? Because do you do you think that is, is it because there's a lot more younger officials now and it's becoming more there's just there's more newer referees and and uh, that's why maybe the season hasn't been the best. But what are your thoughts? Thank you. Well, every year, Dorian, it's a very good question. Every year, there are new officials that come into the league. There are officials that retire. There are also some officials that uh, were forced out of the league and are suing uh, over not being vaccinated two years ago. So there were a couple of, uh, like Kenny Maurer is one of them. And Kenny was a guy that refereed in the NBA finals. And there were a few others that have a suit, you know, against the league. So, you know, that part of it, um, there there are reasons. But yeah, every year, there are new officials that go into the league. That is very true. Yeah, I was just looking up uh, on Google yesterday, and, and, and Ashley, uh, she's she's a newer referee. Uh, do you know her personally? I do not know her personally. No, for sure. I think this is her fifth year in the league, but she was just getting a lot of a uh, a lot of uh, fan reactions uh, just because you know that you know, she was making some kind of a you know iffy calls um, from what it looked like. But based on the two minute report, I guess they were accurate. But nonetheless, I, I just wanted to ask. Thank you, Grant. Hey, thank you, Dorian. Take care. Bye bye. Have a great. Week. You too. All right, let's get to uh, Ryan. He's with us here on Listen Up. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Grant. Um, I, the fan vote's not going away because it's straight up marketing for the league and for local markets. I, of course. I, I remember here in Sacramento, um, you know, if you a school voted the most all-stars off the Kings, then they would have two or three kinks come to the school. And so the there's promotions like that, not to mention they get your email address and all that. Stupid. So, so stupid. Again, you know that again, then 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 tell everyone to stop complaining about who's you know who the fans vote for. First of all, the fans only vote for the starters. So even with that said, generally speaking, a player does not get screwed from being left off the all-star game because the fans voted. I mean it happens, but not very often. All right. It just, that's the way it is because the reality is 
the, the players that are voted to start in the All-Star game almost always are ones that deserve to start in the All-Star game. Now, there are exceptions, okay? There are exceptions. You know, if a right. player's hurt and has been not playing all year and they're still voted in, that's that that's wrong. But the point is that for, the, for, for all intents and purposes, players that deserve to be in the All-Star game are put on the All-Star team. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and as far as the all-star game goes, I got to go the other way with the changes they've made to it. It's a lot more exciting than it used to be. I actually enjoy it now. Well, and again, uh, go for it. You know, uh, you know, if you enjoy it, watch it. I personally don't have any interest in watching any all-star game in any sport with the exception of baseball. I do enjoy watching the baseball all-star game only because it's the only game that's played like a real game. That's why I enjoyed it. Now, last year, the NBA All-Star Game, actually, I think for, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, was reviewed very highly by people that they enjoyed the way the game was played, the was. nuances, the changes. And from what I understand, the game was very entertaining last year. Yeah, it was. And, you know, there was a lot of Kobe tributes mixed into that as yep. well. So that yep. could have been the spike as well because he had just passed away. But, uh, no, it was more exciting. They were playing hard towards the end. But, uh, you know, is there anything the NBA could do to spice that game up in terms of an incentive for the West versus the East? Or I guess it's not even... Why, why do you have to give an incentive? Why do you have to give an incentive to players that are making 30 and $40 million a year? Well, baseball used to do it for... I know, I'm asking you, though. Why do you have to give an incentive to players who are averaging... Those players that you're watching on the All-Star game are all averaging. Their average salary is over $25 million a year. Many of them are making over $40 million a year. Why do we have to incentivize players that are making that kind of money every year? Well, you probably shouldn't, but the reality is that they have so much money. Would they rather have four or five days of rest or yes, they four would. or five days of media and go back into the season? They'd rather have four or five days of rest uh, for perennial all-stars. I think the players that are playing for the first time or the second time, they'd rather be at the all-star game. It's a huge recognition. It's great for their marketability. It's great for their persona. I think most players that I've been around, I, matter of fact, I've never been around a player that was pissed off that they had to go to the all-star game, to be quite honest with you. I've never, I've never experienced that. Uh, every time I'm around a player and they're going to an all-star game, it's a big deal. Generally, uh, what happens is on the last game, which the Kings generally were always on the road, I remember saying goodbye to the guys that were going to an all-star game, whether it was the rookie game or whatever. And there was they were genuinely excited to be going. So I would think mm -hmm. the players that are there, they're genuinely excited to be there. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. And last thing, I'm with you on the slam dunk contest. It, it's like, what what else can we do? What else can we see? I mean, we're jumping over cars now, you know, props. It, it's just kind of ridiculous. Not to mention the big names don't even do it anymore. I mean, that's the problem right there. The big names don't want to do it. It's like, uh, you know, not having Aaron Judge in the home run derby or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but, you know, not to be disrespectful to any player on an NBA team. But quite frankly, unless you follow the league closely, when they, when they announce who's in the slam dunk contest, you don't even know who the hell these guys are. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Because, I mean, to be honest, All-Star Saturday night used to be the All-Star weekend for me. Yes. I mean, the three-point yes. shootout, and I agree with you on that, that yep. was always and still is the best to me. Um, but yeah, when they would just do Saturday night, like that was it. The all-star game was an afterthought. So, 
but yeah, I, I'll be tuning in. The vote, though, uh, I'm over that shit. I'm right there with you. Yeah, and you're right. It's never going to change. You're 100% correct. It's never going to change. And so if it's not going to change, then you know you really can't complain when the fan voting comes out. All right? And again, I understand that the fans have nothing to do with how the league uses their protocol and for All-Star. I understand that. The fans are doing what is allowed to do. The league says you want to vote every day, go ahead and vote every day. I understand. All I'm saying is you're never going to have a true fairness when it comes to selecting the stars for the All-Star game. It's never going to be fair. You have to accept that as a fan and understand that the league does add players to the All-Star team that deserve to be on the coaches select and the league. They, they generally get it right. They generally get it right. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. And it, it, yeah, like you said, and I said, it's not changing. I mean, the reason right. you get to vote every day, think of this is probably prime real estate for advertising, right? If you got all these fans going to NBA.com to vote, you know, how many pop-ups are you going to get every yep. day? And how much does that pop-up uh, yep. make for the NBA? Yep. So it, it, well, you're right. You're right. And, but, but Ryan, I'm going to, I'm going to give you a guarantee right now. This is not 99%. Yeah. This is 100%. I guarantee you 100% Domantas Sabonis will be on the all-star team. I'm not going to guarantee you Fox. I think it's 50-50 for him, but I think that Sabonis 100% will be on the all-star team. And if he's not on the all-star, if he's not on the all-star team, they should not even have the game. Because if he's not an all-star, then the the game loses all credibility. Absolutely, Grant. I mean, I I would even go as far to argue if there wasn't a fan vote, he should be starting at four next to Jokic. Yep, yep. Totally agree. I, and I don't think that's outlandish. So, I don't think it's being a homer. I don't think it's favoritism. It's being objective. And you're 100% correct. He should be starting in the All-Star game. Yep, absolutely. All right. We'll have a great weekend, my friend. You too, bud. Take care. Good call. Dorian, we'll get back to you real quick. Hello, Dorian. Hey, Grant. Sorry to call in again. My first time doing that. But I just saw uh, and I'm in a couple of Kings groups on Facebook. And I guess uh, – According to a leaked source, uh, Sean Cunningham, Chima Moneki has just been waived. So that gives the Kings uh, 14 roster spots. Thank you, Grant. Thanks. Appreciate it. All right. If you want to get in on the program, uh, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will put you right on. Football, everything else going on, it's all good. Let's get to uh, Left Terrace. Hello, Left Terrace. How are you? Hi, Grant. Um, thank you for taking my call. Um, so uh, I read some uh, newspapers and publication talking about the Niners. They might be watching uh, Minnesota lose the early game, and then um, there will be questions about them. Whatever they should try to win the last game or not. If they if Philadelphia looks like win the game, uh, if they want to play the uh, you know. Um, the Seahawks or they're play the Giants because I think that's what is going to happen. If they fall to number uh, two, I think they're playing with the uh, um, Giants, with, uh, not Seahawks. Uh, so what, what do you think about all this? Speculation. So, well, I think that, you know, that's part of what goes on in terms of strategizing. You know, when you look at the early games on Sunday, you know, the Niners play in the late window against Arizona. All right. Now, the game that they're going to be watching is Minnesota at Chicago. That game will be over when they take the field. If, uh, you know, that if Minnesota loses to Chicago, the Niners are the number two seed. So they probably wouldn't play a lot of guys against Arizona. They would need the week off. So it makes perfect sense. 
Yeah, that's right. Uh, um, but uh, what if they uh, hear by the halftime that uh, Philadelphia is losing? <laughs> what happened then? I mean, do you think they're going to go for it because they might get the number, uh, seed number one? Um, well, probably not at halftime, no. Probably not at halftime. Mm-hmm. They're not going to make an – no. Highly unlikely that would happen at halftime. Highly unlikely. Yeah, uh, we, uh, we are, you know, funny to th- see that uh, Niners don't play main, uh, all the uh, good uh, main players because the hope that Minnesota lost the game anyway. Uh, but and then they see that by third quarter that Philadelphia is losing, and it's, I don't know, they're not going to put all of them, all the players back in again. I mean, it'll be too late just to yep. try to get them seen. All right, buddy. Yeah. Okay. I appreciate thank it. Thank, thank you very much. I, I understand where you're going with that now as far as the Philadelphia game. Yeah. You make a very good point, Lift Harris. Very good point. All right, if you want to get on before we wrap it up for the weekend, uh, now is your opportunity to do so. We'll get back to Al real quickly. Al, go ahead. We'll let you go on for a second time today, buddy. I'm sorry to call back, but I just wanted to be clear on my comments because I heard Connor. Hey, I'm in no way am I putting Kayvon Thibodeau in the same class as, as Des Bryant, Matt Barnes, and Terrell Owens. I in no way was my that. Now, if, the, if it came across like that, that's my bad, but it, absolutely not. I mean, there's no comparison to what they did. Thibodeau's actions, if he knew he was hurt, I don't know if he did or not now, but if he knew he was hurt, it was, if anything, insensitive and thoughtless. But now, in no way did I intend to put him in the same class as the other three classes idiots. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm a diehard Giants fan, and I didn't like anything that Kayvon Thibodeau did after the sack. I think it's childish. I think it's immature. Uh, you know, you're, you're, in, you're in the National Football League. Grow up, okay? We don't need to be doing a snow angel after a sack, all right? Get your ass up off the field. Go back and play defense, okay? You know, we're not, we're not like, you know, uh, in theatrics here. You're playing football in the National Football League, okay? You know, grow up, all right? I didn't like it. Uh, I understand the younger generation loves it. You and I are the same generation. I'm not a fan of that. I didn't like it. Yeah. Do I feel that yeah. that he knew that you know the quarterback was hurt next to him? No, I don't. I don't believe he knew that. I don't know how he could know that looking straight up at the sky with the crowd being so loud. All right. When he went to the sideline using I put in the sleep motion, I don't like that. That's that's wrong. You should never celebrate a player being hurt. You should never celebrate knocking a player out of a game. That's not what the game is for, all right? Yes, he's right about they brought him in to be a savage. Right. Yes, I, I agree with that. It was a clean football play. He did what he was supposed to. But when somebody gets hurt, you're not supposed to celebrate. That's a childish, immature, yeah. unprofessional act. I'm not a fan of it, and I hope I don't see it again from him. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. 
Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah, and I agree with that. But also, I just want to, because I agree with what Connor said. I'm not going to put his actions, which I agree completely with what you just said, but I will not put him as a person in the same I, class as the as those three disreputable people we talked well, about. I'll tell that's you, what I'll, I was trying I, to I clarify. Didn't take it that way. I listened to what you said. That didn't enter my mind. All right. If Connor felt that way, I'm glad you clarified that. But it, when you, when I heard you speak earlier, that did not enter my mind. I didn't think you were grouping Thibodeau with those other individuals. So we're all good, buddy. Okay. Okay. Well, cause I really love Connor. He's one of my I do favorite too. He's callers. Great. You know, but even if, even you know what, maybe he, but, but wait, you know what? Stop, 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 stop. Even if you disagree with Connor or he does, that's fine. That's what we're on for. You know, we all don't have to agree with each other. I love Connor's call too. I think he's a, a great. He adds a lot to the show just like you do, but it's okay. If we disagree with one another, it's okay. If we think that somebody's wrong, that's okay. I'm all for that. Yeah. And you know, I would, cause I will say one thing. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't bring his injury could be better, but I like my facts. I like my, my information. I'm somebody who doesn't need the grandstanding boom, whap, nonsense, theatrics, you know? I, so I love his take because he know he brings it. That's all I want as a fan and listener. He's great. He, he, you yep. and him talk New York football, baseball, basketball, hockey. So that's what I like as a listener. I don't need any pomp and circumstance. That's why I love you because you just bring the straight information and you always quantify it in my opinion. So you don't shove it. There's no jungle. There's none of that. I just love. So I love it. I love the conversation. Have a great weekend. Thanks for taking my call again. Have a good night. Thank you, Well, You have a great weekend, too. I- I'm all for people disagreeing. I'm all for different perspectives. Connor and me are a different generation. You know, you, Al, and I are, you know, where Connors could be our kid. You know, I mean, uh, the-, the reality is that we have different perspectives. And I really find it fascinating to speak to our younger generation because they study the game differently than I do because they're in the analytics and they play fantasy football and they know players on every team and their numbers. I don't, you know, I know players on other teams, but analytics are, is not my cup of tea. All right. So uh, I, I enjoy, I enjoy that. I think, you know, my sons are the same way, you know, their knowledge of sports is through the freaking roof because of all of, the different leagues they're in and how they study it and uh, everything else. So I'm with you, John. Hit that uh, mic. There we go. What's up, John? How are you? Grant, I'm freaking wonderful, man. How are you? Good. I'm well, thank you, sir. What can I do for you? Well, I missed a bunch of your show. I've been kind of busy. I got a, like I told you earlier in the week, a freaking tree fell in my front yard and busted up one of my trucks a little bit. Not too bad though. It's all insured and everything. And at that time, I told you at the same time, it was about Hamlin's injury. So everything, all my plight matters not at all. And having the hearing the great news about the his progress, it, it freaking warms my heart, Grant. It, and like I said, I don't know, you probably have gotten on this topic a bit today. You're fading a little on nope, me, John. You're fading out on me. All right. Yeah, you yeah, probably got, got on this Go topic ahead. about Hamlin a bit today, and I might have missed it, but the him being able to uh, speak with his team a bit and getting in meetings and stuff, just yep, it's great. It's yep. great to see. It's great to see. And yep. I heard you talking about Bayless. 
And hey, man, I'm, you know, I'm a big Cowboys is fan. So is Bayless, but I'm not a big Skip Bayless fan. But what happened to him? That's bullshit, man. They can't, you can't, it's an absolute travesty. Great. Travesty. It's bullshit. You can't just take everybody for any little, any minor little thing and blow it so far out of proportion where it, it just destroys their career. And, 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 you know, the people who love them realize it's no good, but there's just such a mass majority of people who want to try and care so much. And it's try and care, but care so much. They do no good. It backfires on them. That's what I'm hoping. You know what? Here, here, here's the reality. Tell me he's in the entertainment business. He's in the entertainment business. If you don't care for him, don't follow him on social media and don't watch him on Fox Sports 1. You know, people talk about canceling. If you want to cancel somebody, don't pay attention to that anymore if their job is dependent on you watching them or following them. It's really simple. Make a choice. Just like you make a choice with sponsors or companies like Nike. You know, if you don't agree with Nike and how they run their business, don't go out and buy Nike products. Go buy Adidas. Go buy Under Armour. Go out and buy whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it, to me, it's pretty simple. And yet, you know, this becomes such, you know, uh, front page news because of somebody that made a tweet. You know, don't 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 do business with them anymore. All right, John, we lost you again. I'm going to put you back in the audience. You have a great weekend, buddy. So good having you on. It really is. All right, I'll tell you what. We're going to get to the weekend. I really appreciate everyone. It's been a, a rough week, but it had a great ending, and that is something that we should all be grateful for. Enjoy the weekend. Don't forget tomorrow after the Lakers game, I'm going to be here on Listen App. So listen up tomorrow after the Lakers game. Stay safe, everyone, and thank you again. Bye-bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply